Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner and co-founder, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast, The Kevin and Fred Show, where once a week we bring to you a expert interview. Every single Monday, we interview one of the brightest and best in the world, usually in, in the real estate space, sometimes in technology, sometimes in entrepreneurship, sometimes just in forward thinking. The things that are going to help us learn to move forward are the things that we're interested in bringing to you on this podcast, so we don't keep it limited to just real estate agents. And I think you'll find that really valuable if you've been listening or if you're a new listener, all in the same. We also bring you once a week something we call industry headlines, which is a look at what is going on in the real estate world, what's happening in the mortgage space, what's happening in the technology space. Bring that to you in a short form, 10, 15 minute podcast at the most once a week on Wednesdays. We're also a proud member of the industry syndicate family of real estate and mortgage podcasts. Check out that app in the app store. Again, that's industry syndicate. And if you would, please please do us a favor. Please, please, please leave us a review, download, subscribe, share an episode with a friend. We would love it. There is no better way to say thank you, except for maybe a real estate referral because we are, after all, real estate agents and we love real estate referrals. We're based in the Phoenix area and would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kevin and Fred Show. All right, we're back. And this week on the Kevin and Fred Show, I'm joined by my friend, Karen Cooper. Karen, how are you doing today? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm glad we could do this. I've been wanting to do this uh, for a while. You, you and I, it's funny, you and I actually met on a podcast. I don't know if you remember or not, but uh, Pat, before he sold his podcast, him and I were doing a weekly show and he couldn't make it one week and he set us up and I was like, man, I really like her. She's cool. So I'm glad that uh, now instead of talking about news and things like that, that's going on in real estate, I'm glad we get to talk more about you. Thank you. I'm excited to do it. I, yes, I do remember that. Loved Pat, loved his podcast. And uh, that was fun kind of uh, getting to be Pat Hyben for a day. How many people can say that? Not many, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you're, you're a much nicer, better looking Pat than Pat too. I could tell you that. As someone who, who considers himself Pat's friend, I think I could say that and get away with it. So uh, he's, a, he's a cool dude though. I'm, I'm glad I like that guy. I'm glad he connected us. Um, so let's, let's do this if we don't mind. So you're, you're out in like the DC metro area, um, a part of the world in, in Leesburg, Virginia. I didn't screw that up. Hopefully. Um, tell us about your real estate career. Let's just start there. Like how long have you been in real estate? Uh, and why did you start? Like what made you decide to get into this, to this business with the rest of us crazies? So I've been in business for over 18 years now. And um, it was funny. I always say that I got into business by accident, but of course we know that there are no accidents. And I had been working in the pharmaceutical industry, not in sales. I was never in sales. I was project management. Um, I worked on patient registries. I did marketing and marketing research. And I was getting laid off for, it was like, I think my third layoff, um, you know, the hub for pharmaceuticals is not in the DC metro area. It's actually in New Jersey. And I didn't want to move. I had a job offer to go there, but um, I decided I wanted to do something different. I wanted to stay. My whole family is here. And I happened um, with my fiance, who's now my husband, we were buying and selling a house for sale by owner, which was again, like a coincidence. Um, you know, we were buying the house next to his parents and I was selling my house. And, but I was the one who was explaining the paperwork. I got the paperwork from the title attorney. I, you know, this is 18 years ago, like before, like, you know, anything online. So I'm trying to find comps in the newspaper and so I'm doing all of this stuff and I've never done it either. 
And I realized when I needed to, to, to do a career change that, you know, gosh, let's try that real estate thing, right? Because that, um, that seemed kind of fun. And um, so I did. And I joined a, um, a Rainmaker team. I worked for Sherry Wilson, who at the time was uh, like the top agent in Remax, top team in Remax. So that's actually how I met Pat originally. Uh, the first time Pat um, had came in and, and shadowed her in our office. And um, so that's how I started. And uh, I have held basically every position that there is to hold in the real estate industry. I was on a Rainmaker team. I've been an independent agent. I am now a team leader. I've been a real a managing broker. Um, so I kind of have all of that perspective going on. Hold on, hold on a second. You've been a managing broker, just like a glutton for punishment or what? <sighs> totally. I, I thought it was the easy way out. And let me tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I learned that lesson real quick. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's probably... No, I guess it, was, it would have been before we met. We almost, we almost started our own brokerage. Um, yeah, just like, you know, just an independent for our team. Like not, we weren't trying to start like a brand or anything. Um, just for our, just to operate our team. But because we operate in a few different states, we we're going to have to open. And we kind of got like halfway down. We actually had two of the brokerages open. Uh, and the other two entities were open or, you know, it formed, but weren't officially a brokerage yet. And we just kind of were like, whoa, 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 what the heck are we doing? Like, this is not our dream. Like, st let's stop right here. It is not for the faint of heart, I'll tell you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I learned so much and it really was an excellent opportunity um, when, when that kind of presented it. It was not something I was seeking out at all. Um, and, and it was a great experience for the time and it, it taught me a lot of things. Um, one of them being, I, I don't know that I would ever want to own my own brokerage. Hence yeah. The team. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you. I'm, I'm the same way. So that's cool. So gosh, so you really have done it all. So you're, you now, so when did you start running your own team? Um, in, at least in its current iteration, I, I know that, and we've talked about like in the past, we've talked about the different roles you've even done in your own business. Um, and being a rainmaker is in and of, in and of itself, a whole, a whole job, but talk about that, even that, even kind of before you just sort of stepped out of production and kind of the growth of your team? Yeah. So um, five years ago, um, I formed my team, the Platinum Group Real Estate Team. We are with a little boutique brokerage called Pearson Smith Realty. And uh, my business partner is Vicki Newfell, and we uh, together own the team. We started the team five years ago. And when we started the team, our vision, really, she and I were both very heavy listing agents. And um, our, our vision was we wanted to build something longer term we wanted to, um, you know, we had a group of women that we had worked with for many years. We wanted to, to help them. And we didn't really have big plans. Um, we just knew that we wanted to have a, a good place for overflow. We wanted to be able to refer our buyer leads to people that we trusted. Um, we wanted to kind of keep more of that commission in-house, right? Because you can only do so much as, as one person. And that's how we started our team. And now five years later, we are a team of 35 women. And last year, uh, we helped 444 families with their real estate needs um, and should do more than that this year. And uh, it has that, you, you know, you want to talk about a wild ride and learning some things. We have learned some things. I bet you have. <laughs> no doubt about that. Do, I mean, does, any, does any of those lessons like kind of like pop out as like some of the bigger ones? <clears throat> 
Well, you know, I think one of the things for us um, with the team is we are not a rainmaker team. And that was intentional. We, we consider ourselves, we call ourselves a hybrid team. And so I think one of the, the lessons, and we weren't sure this could work, I'll be honest, when we did it, um, is that you don't have to follow the rules, right? You don't have to follow the, the book that says you have to do it this way to be successful. There's many ways in our business to be successful. And we wanted to create our own thing. And so um, we did not want the Rainmaker team because our experience when we started out on a Rainmaker team is splits were super, super low, right? Um, that's, that's the way it works in order for the team leader to be able to have the capital to do a ton of prospecting and to bring in a lot of leads. Um, lots of things are provided for you. But the problem is talented people will leave you they're not going to stay and you become a training ground. And um, when I was on a Rainmaker team, I saw that I saw it was like a revolving door of, of agents, you know, they'd come, they'd learn and they'd leave. And we distinctly did not want that. We wanted an environment where agents could come and, and like grow within us and stay. And that has happened. We have very, very, very little turnover. Um, I think we've only ever had five or six agents move on from us um, in five years. And um, most of those are because people moved or they retired. So, um, so you know, I feel like we, we really kind of, um, we've developed that vision that we, we ended up having. That's awesome. Let's do a, do me a favor. Let's go backwards for a second. When you say Rainmaker team, tell me, tell me what you mean by that. So, so my definition of a Rainmaker team is when all of the business goes under one agent's name, like the, the team that I was on. So everything goes under that agent's name. Um, that agent is doing all of the lead generation. So you, when you are on a Rainmaker team, the business is kind of provided to you. The leads are given to you. Um, and to me, that's, that's the difference with the Rainmaker team. Got it. Okay. And so in your case, what you said, you didn't really want to go that route. You want, you wanted to do something different. Um, so that means what, like, so give me, give me, give me more of what you mean when you say hybrid. Yeah. So we, um, instead of centralizing the lead generation, we centralize the marketing because Vicki and I both have had extremely successful businesses um, surrounding doing business by referral. And we knew that what we have done could be systematized and could be repeated. Um, and so we took that and we took our marketing plans and we basically, you know, like, I like to package things. Like that's our, that's our joke on the team. Like that's my job is you give me something and I'm going to put it in a nice, you know, pretty little box and, and I'm going to package it. And so we package that, we call it our client care program and we centralize that for our agents. So our agents do business in their own name. We have splits that, you know, are very, very high for a team. Um, and we centralize the marketing. So the marketing plan is designed and done for them. Most of it is executed for them. Like it's, it's almost kind of automated. Um, and so our agents get to focus on doing business and doing what agents like to do, right? Which is relationships and writing contracts and showing homes and doing all of that kind of stuff. Um, but the part that they tend to fall short on, we take care of for them, which helps them to then have a more stable, consistent business instead of the real estate roller coaster when you get super busy and then you stop marketing, but then your closings happen and then you got to start all over again. Yeah. Can I, I got, so I have a few questions. Um, so number one, like 35 is a lot. Like what's your, do you have a grow? Like, do you have a goal? Is there like, 
Is this going to be a 50 person team? Is it going to be a hundred, you can have a hundred women around DC Metro area, just crushing it. Like what, what, what do you see this going to? That's the million dollar question. Um, and we honestly don't have a clue. Okay. Um, we, we just had another, we are very much like, um, by feel and by relationship. So we, we don't hire all the time. Um, now we do this, um, kind of, we do an intentional kind of, we call it like a hiring spree. Um, like once a year, um, we'll, we'll do one or two sessions. We call it a lunch and learn. We just did one last week virtually. Um, we had 30 women, um, who signed up to participate in our lunch and learn and learn more about our team. Um, so far we've had five who have applied to join us. Um, and so now we will make some decisions based on, you know, what's the right fit. Cool. Um, Got it. What was my other question? Okay. Um, I mean, 444, it was 444, right? Was that the number for last year? That's a lot of, that's a lot of transactions. That's, a, I mean, that is an absolute ton. So you, you also, so you're at a point though where you're not going on listing appointments anymore. Um, so like, are you still generating, are you still running your client care program? Yes. Yes. So that was something I learned when I was a managing broker, because when I was a managing broker at the time I stopped to manage, I was doing, you know, I think I did like 18, 19 million in volume that year. And, um, I was not allowed to sell. I had just a couple of, you know, like friends or, you know, really close clients that I could sell for, but I was not allowed to sell. I did, I did extremely little marketing. I did like a postcard every other month to my base and that was it. And I, I'm a serial tracker. Like I could pull up on my phone right now and tell you how many leads I've had like every year for the last 10 years. And I went from like, you know, 500 and some leads that, that, you know, final year of selling to when I, and then, you know, two and a half years of being a managing broker. And when I went back to the field, I had only generated 17 leads that year. Like it was like, you know, like it drops off the cliff when you stop being engaged with your business, which is a great lesson for anybody. Yes. <laughs> Everybody so, needs to, I, I feel like we all have to learn that and then relearn that a couple of times. Over and over again. So because I learned that lesson and I have such a strong business, uh, you know, my last year, you know, that I sold most recently was like 25 million. Like I don't want to, I can't just give that up, but something has to give when you have a team, the size, somebody has to manage it. And so, um, I do still sell through my team. I don't go on appointments. I haven't gone on an appointment in over a year. Um, I, um, I do generate business. I market still to my geographic farm. I market still to my sphere very heavily. In fact, I um, doubled up on a lot of my marketing because I'm losing a little bit of that. Like, you know, I'm not as in it, right. Um, personally. So um, I, I do have listings that are listed in in my name, but are handled by my team members. Um, and that is helping me to continue to generate leads. Awesome. That is, uh, that's sounds very familiar. So I take a very, very, very similar approach. That's awesome. So what, so then if you're not going on the appointments, um, every day, like what is, what is your day to day like these days? So, so um, day-to-day varies, um, just like it did <laughs> when I was in the field. Um, so my priorities right now are managing my team and then also growing my coaching program, uh, which is really kind of an extension of my team. And so, um, you know, today, for example, um, we are doing a lot of prep for our annual retreat. One of the things that we do with my team is we plan 
um, you know, you might get the planning theme is coming into play again. Um, we plan everything a year in advance. So um, everything is done. The entire marketing plan is planned. All of the events are planned both for my team and for our um, coaching members. And so that has, has dominated my last few days. Um, I spend time doing Zoom meetings. I do coaching calls, um, coach, group coaching sessions with my uh, coaching members, um, meetings with my team, um, working on big picture project, projects in terms of marketing, um, and then also just my own personal lead generation. I still do that. Okay. Um, that's good. You, you, you struck something to me. Like, um, I wasn't necessarily going to ask about this right now, but I want, you mentioned the coaching program. Um, so that like you, I know you've got a Facebook group and then you've got like group coaching that, that goes with it. Right. So, um, the, the coaching, if I remember correctly, it's called empower coaching and you have a Facebook group called empower women in real estate, empowering women in real estate. Tell me like, what's the, what's the goal? Like, what was the driver behind? I, I say this as someone who owns also owns a Facebook group. I don't, I don't do, I don't do the group coaching thing that you do. Um, both of those are labors of love. I don't care how much money you get paid for those. They're both a labor of love. So I'm always curious when I meet someone as crazy or crazier than I am, like what is the driving force there? Okay, so um, Empowering Women in Real Estate is my Facebook group, which I started six years ago. And it started because I was lonely. And at the time I was a managing broker, but the thing about being a managing broker is no one wants to talk to you because your own agents only want to talk to you when they have a problem, right? They never want to hear from you because if you're calling them, you probably have a problem with them. And other agents don't want to talk to you because the assumption is that you're going to try to recruit them. So, um, so I actually found myself, like after having worked so many years, like very closely with other people, like feeling like lonely. So I started this group and the whole premise behind the group was really just helping other women. Like, inspiring, um, sharing lessons that I have learned. Um, I, I basically blog, I post five to six times a week. I have for six years um, in this group, which now has over 16,000 women across the country in it. And that was it. Like there was no like vision beyond just building this community for women. And then it kind of became clear as things grew. And, you know, we had some events that um, like there was something there, like not only could I take it another level in terms of what I provided, but there was a business there too. Like there was a way to monetize that. And, um, and we just started doing that, um, a little over a year ago. Cool. And is that, that's, so that's where the coaching program came from. So tell me about that. What's that like? Like, let's say I just showed up and obviously, um, but like, so I'm a listener and I go, oh, that, that sounds cool. Like I show up at your, your coaching website. Um, what do I, what do I see? What do I, what can I get? Yeah. So uh, it's a monthly membership coaching program. It's $59 per month. And basically what it does is it solves two problems. The two biggest problems that I see that agents have in this business. One of them is a lack of direction, right? It's morning time. You sit down at your desk with your cup of coffee and like, now what do I do? Most agents, doesn't matter how long you've been in business, there tends to be a struggle about what do I do next? Agents are really good, right? We're good at, we're good at negotiating contracts and we're good at getting the sale done. But when it comes to marketing or personal branding for ourselves to actually generate that business, most agents really struggle. And, and then the other one is a feeling of isolation. I think just like I felt lonely in my job, 
unless you happen to be on a team like I am, even though you're surrounded by people all day long, you may not feel comfortable having conversations with the other agents in your office. Like they're your competitors too, right? So you don't want to say, you know, gosh, this was so hard today or, you know, whatever. You don't necessarily feel comfortable. Um, and your family doesn't understand what you do. I mean, you know, my mom, I can remember when I started in business every day, she would call me and say, so did you sell a house today? And I'm like, mom, it doesn't work like that. Like, that's not how it works. So nobody understands. And so my coaching program solves that because what I have done is I have taken my client care program that has helped me sell, you know, I personally have helped over 700 families in my career. The program that I have used personally, the program that I have used with my team, and I break that down for the members of our program. So you have your entire marketing plan for the entire year is done for you, including your budget. And each week I give you the actionable steps that you need to do because it's great to have a plan, but if you can't break it down and implement it, that plan doesn't do you any good on a piece of paper. So I actually walk them through the process to do business by referral and to lead generate in a way that is very authentic to themselves without feeling like they're like, you know, the used car salesman. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, when you said used car salesman, it's like, did mom, mom thought you worked on a car lot there or something like, did you sell a house today? Yeah, That's they just awesome. like walk in and say, oh, here, yes, here's some keys. Here, buy this house. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, wow. That, so that's, that's really cool. So it sounds, it sounds to me too, correct me if I'm wrong. Like if I'm, whether I'm an independent agent kind of doing my own thing, or I'm someone maybe a little closer to, to where you're at or on the same path that you are on, like I could actually build a business around this too with a team and yeah. not, not just myself. Oh, for sure. Um, actually in the program, we have people, we have people who are, um, broker owners that own brokerages that then use this program to help their agents. There's team leaders. There's people who are on a team. There's newer agents. We have multiple agents that are 20 plus years of, in business. So, um, it really, it gives you that, that kind of structure and plan and system that I think a lot of us really struggle to do on our own. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. So let me ask you this. So like in the last year or so doing that, like what have, what have been some of the bigger lessons that, that you've learned? Because anytime you're like leading a community, that's one thing and there's some lessons there. And then the minute you go and put some things together, like a coaching program, there's, there's definitely other lessons there too. I mean, that's a whole other yeah. business at this point. Yes. Yes. It's a whole other business. And I think one of the things that I have it's not a new thing that I've learned, but it's just continued to reaffirm it for me is that you have to do the work. Like, you know, I will see people join, like you can't just give me your money every month and then expect that it's going to make it work in your business. Like there is nothing in our business that's like that. You can't call any coach. You can't buy any program. You can't send your check to Zillow. Like there's nothing that you can do that just makes it happen. Like you have to actually do the work. And I see that all over again through this program, you know, uh, uh, you know, people will join and, and there are some that they just, they just don't do it. They, they don't actually take the steps and get the work done. And if you don't take the steps and get the work done, you, you, you can't build a, a long-term business that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm smiling over here because having, yeah, I've experienced that, you know, totally the same, same thing from leading the community to, to having done some coaching, not, not, uh, nothing you know, I backed away, got scared of it long before I let it get as big as you have. Um, but you know, yeah, like that's, that's it. Like you actually, no matter what, no matter how much of a, I guess, quote unquote turnkey system it is, like you still yes. have to do the work. 
That's it. Well, that's totally it. I mean, it's, it's that, that is what it is. And, and what we do is very turnkey, but I, you know, I see it within my team. I see it in my coaching program. It doesn't matter how, uh, like, I don't want to say dumbed down, but like how clear it is, you, you still have to do it. You still have to make a call. You still have to, you know, design your words for your postcard. Like there's just certain things that you have to do and you just can't get away from that. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just, this is what it means to run a business. Yeah, totally. Um, that, wow, that's awesome. So, all right, before we go, um, I, I've got a couple more questions for you. Before I ask those, my next question is, what, what should I ask you? Like, what should we know about Karen that I have not asked you yet? What should you know? Um, you know, it's funny, we, we, um, we were joking today because we are, you know, we're trying to make some hiring decisions. And I, I had many calls today with my, um, my business partner and our director of operations. And I see potential in everyone. So it doesn't matter who you are or where you came from or what's happened or what you've done in your business so far this year. I, I do truly see potential in every single person. And that, you know, I like to think it's a gift. Some people maybe don't think it's a gift, <laughs> but, um, it can be a curse and a gift. There's it no can doubt. be a curse and a gift, right? Because, you know, anyway, but yeah, that's my thing. You, you know, a, a buddy of mine said it to me this way, a couple, I don't know, a year or two ago, he's like, you know, here's the deal. I'm just, I'm not dragging you to the starting line. I won't, I won't. And I like the same way. Listen, like I remember as, um, this is probably back in, I don't know, four, end of 2014 when we realized we kind of we we knew who we were what our identity was going to be as this team as we we're going forward and and more importantly what we had to do to grow it and kind of like how I, I knew that I was the one who was going to go throw the gasoline on the fire and in, in the form of recruiting and adding to the team so I mean I've sat across the table from thousands of agents you know to interview them specifically for for the team and um and same way, I would just look at someone like, man, there's, there's so much there. Like, yeah. oh, she could do so much more than she's really doing or, yes. oh gosh, why won't he just do that? You know, I just yes. see it yes. and I want them to see it too. And, and the yeah. truth is like, they've got to be able to tap into that themselves. Well, that's just it. That's the hard part because, um, you know, I can see potential and, and I can even kind of, you know, give you instructions or you know, kind of lead you sort of to the path, but you have to be willing to walk it and you have to be willing to see it too. And unfortunately not everybody can. So I guess that's where the, the curse part comes into play. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Well, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave you actually one more question before I leave you with my last question. Mm -hmm. um, what, what are you either reading right now or what's the book that you've read in the last six to 12 months that hasn't just stood out to you, but like you've taken action on what you read about? Um, so my favorite book that I talk about all the time um, is a kind of a little known book, um, and it's called Making Things Happen by Laura Casey. Um, and it is my favorite book, but one of the things that really stands out to me about this book is there is a section of the book that's called um, The Fear of Success. And you know, I think a lot of times we fear failure. Like it's, it's very natural when we're doing things in our real estate business or wherever we are in our careers, we tend to feel failure putting ourselves out there. But there also is this failure, this fear of success because, you know, I'm a mom, I have three kids, I have a very busy life. And what if I do this? And what 
if it works, how will my life change? Will I still be able to pick up my kids from school? Like there's this genuine fear of success that I think resides in a lot of us. And I had never heard it explained before um, until I heard it in that book. And I have probably read that book four times. That's interesting. You know, I was just having a conversation with a friend in the last uh, less, I don't know, less than two weeks ago. And we, we were talking about the very similar thing. And it's like what, what we're up against, we're all up against this is our is our own identity of ourselves, whether conscious or mostly subconscious. In fact, um, the guy who I, who, um, who I was talking about it with wrote a book called Average Sucks. And he's, he's a good friend of mine. And, and it's, it's a catchy title because average sucks. No one wants to be average. But what he's actually referring to is an average. It's your average or it's my average, right? And we all have this average that we're pulled to that truthfully is our deep-rooted, um, it's our it's our deep-rooted identity, it's who we are. And unfortunately, for especially for a lot, like the actually getting what we said we want, like we then we wouldn't be who we think that we are. And so we're up against our own impression of our own identity and who we are to these other people, to our, you know, to our close friends, our, our peers, our coworkers. And should we ever do anything different, then I'd have to explain myself to them and to myself and, oh my God, what would happen? And it's, so we do these little self-sabotaging things uh, to make sure we don't get too far ahead. Yep. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, it is a real thing. It's why when people say to me all the time, like, you know, in our group, people will say, well, tell me, you know, what are the real estate books that I should be reading? Honestly, you don't need to be reading books about real estate. You need to be reading books about mindset and you need to be reading books about personal development because there will come a point where you will not be able to go, a, you know, past a certain level until you work on those things that, that you are, you know, consciously or not self-sabotaging and holding yourself back. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is like, you can't, your business will never grow beyond where you're, where you're capable of growing beyond. Like it, it just won't grow past you. Um, and for some people, like we have, like some people have bigger lids. Um, some of us have bigger, natural, higher natural lids. And um, which is why it's super important not to, not to compare, not to do that, you know, my insides versus their outsides type of deal. Right. Um, because, you know, some of, we all start at different points. Uh, we have different starting points. And, you know, it's, it's tough. We've got to really focus in on that. And I, I agree. I, I remember I was at a, a personal, de personal development um, seminar, workshop, whatever you want to call it, years and years ago. And there was, there was a lot of people, I realized that there was a lot of people there from network marketing companies. There's a lot of like highly, I mean, people that were like, quite frankly, making seven figures a year, like doing really well at it. And they like everyone, I, this theme I kept hearing was, you know, if you're going to be good in, at direct sales, which I later learned is just, you know, pretty much running a business, it, you've got to get really good at working on yourself because I think the way they refer to it is um, direct, uh, direct marketing is really basically personal development disguised as business. And I was like, man, like that, that has stuck with me 13, 14 years later. Um, and I, I think it's so true, no matter what business we're in, real estate, yeah. direct sales, yeah. Yeah. sell anything doesn't matter. Well, you know, it, it's, it, we do have to, because there is so much, it doesn't matter what kind of business you do in real estate, there will be a rejection. And we all have those, even if you'd like try to keep it as close as you can. And, you know, I don't cold call and I don't door knock, so I don't have that kind of rejection, but, but there still will be moments where, you know, people who are your friends or people who worked with you might choose to work with someone else. And, and like, there's going to be these things that happen. And when you don't work on yourself and when you don't work to push past that, I've seen it happen so many times with different agents, 
like it can derail you when you come up against that type of um, you know, rejection or that kind of opposition in your business. And so the only way to get past it is to work on yourself. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right. Final question, Karen. So whether I'm a friend of yours or somebody in your Facebook group or coaching uh, or just a personal, you know, someone in your personal life, someone, someone comes to you and says, Karen, this, I want to do better. Like I always like to say this, say it this way. I just want to kick more ass. Like what are you, what are Karen's top three pieces of advice for kicking more ass? Okay. Number one, and this is, not exciting, but it's consistency. It, you must be consistent in whatever it is that you choose to do. You cannot do it one time and expect to succeed. So consistency is, is my number one. Um, of course, my number two is you have to have a plan. That should be obvious. <laughs> Some of the things I've talked about, like you need to have a direction of where you're going. And that means having a plan and a system around it something that you can then implement consistently. Um, and then I think just the third one is, is what we were just talking about. It's not being afraid to work on yourself and to constantly improve yourself. I went through a phase of my business where I kind of thought I knew everything. Like, you know, I, I had been really successful and, you know, I didn't need the training and I didn't need this and I didn't need that. But I realized that that was actually holding me back. And so um, I think when we can learn to kind of put our own ego and put our own success aside a little bit, um, and really work on ourselves and on improving ourselves in our business, that that's really where the magic happens. That's awesome. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. My pleasure. I'm so happy to have done it. This was great. Okay. So where do, where do people find, to give, give us again, the name of the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. and We'll link to this in the notes. Okay. Uh, if you have a website for the coaching program or anything else, sure. social, et cetera, where can people catch up with you? So I love Instagram. So that's a great way to connect. Um, and so I am Karen.w.cooper on Instagram. And all of my other things are very easy. It's all empowering women in real estate. So you can search for that on Facebook. We have a website by the same name. I have a podcast called Empowering Women in Real Estate, the podcast, which is my most favorite thing. And if you'd like to learn more about my team or have referrals for the Northern Virginia, DC metro area, our website is goplatinumgroup.com. Awesome. And we'll link to all of that here in the show notes. Thank you very much, listeners. Thank you so much, Karen. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of eXp Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.